welcome to the No Name MMA Show, the best damn MMA podcast you've never heard of, with Mystic Daddy Juan and No Nutshot Nina, and yours truly, Motivated Amy. Let's get on with this shit. Welcome to the best damn MMA podcast you've never heard of, the one and only No Name MMA Show. Thank you for joining us on this lovely June 23rd, 2021. As always, joined by the lovely Mystic Daddy Juan. Hi. <laughs> well, I, I thought you were going to continue you with that. You said his name, yeah. yeah I know. Um, Sorry, guys. I'm not sober. <laughs> and? and no nutshot Nina. Real glad you guys <coughs> like me here. <laughs> and my name's Andy. Oh, Lord. <laughs> uh, we have another sleeper card um, before we head to a week off. Um, but before we get into any of that, sorry, I'm just all over the place. Uh, babe, what do you have going on? Um, personally, what do I'm I have tripping. going on? I mean, yeah. But, no. Um, I have got just a lot of work. Just busy at work. Nothing really other than that. What about you, Mystic Daddy? Well, I failed to uh, do the Twitch stream last week because I kept, my getting, fault. I kept getting a credential problem. and I didn't. I don't remember getting that second thing. thing. Technical difficulties. Or maybe, yeah. On the uh, so I'll be able to work on that this week. I need a. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. But Thursday, Friday, I'll, I'll be busy on Friday. Me and Val are celebrating our two years. Yeah, nice. congratulations. And then, uh, so Thursday, I'll be available for one. I don't know which game, USC 3 or USC 4. But what are you guys doing for your anniversary? Uh, we're going out to eat, uh, I can't think of the name of the place right now, but some chicken place and, uh-huh. um, that she picked out. Nice. And um, I, it honestly just depends on if she's taking the day off or not. Yeah. And so, mm. I'm not entirely sure. Very romantic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. So. Yeah. What about yeah. you, Bay? Me? <laughs> <laughs> Who? I <laughs> um I have been getting into these bushcraft videos on YouTube, but it's like this Russian guy, but he's also speaking in English, and he's like in like I'm making a canopy tent, and this canopy tent I'm also making a a boat out of plastic oh wrap, and it's like he legit makes a boat out of pa- plastic wrap and trees. I'm like, oh, a canoe, my bad, not a boat, a canoe. But still, that's fucking cool as fuck, and a see through. So, yeah, no, I've been getting into that. I'm in a dark place right now. You need to watch JCS Psychology. <laughs> that's what you need, or Criminal Psychology. JCS that's Criminal. That's what I was going to ask you tonight, too, was what the name of that series, or yeah. is it a series on YouTube, uh, or it, like a well, whole channel, kind of? It's a whole channel with just different cases, so it's okay. not, you could call it a series, because yeah. it's like the same thing over and over again. Uh, but with different criminals. Yes. Uh, but, you know, it just shows the interrogation. And then uh, some of them, it shows, like, the trial as like well. Like YouTube Law and Order. Yeah, In yeah, real yeah, life. Yeah. And the narrator is really good. Um, he sometimes throws out some sass, which is mm-hmm. funny because he doesn't do it often. But Is he to... narrating and interviewing people? <clears throat> no, he's just oh, narrating. Oh, he just throws in his you, sassiness. Yeah, you watch the interrogation. Got and it. From, like... That they had with actual officers and stuff. That's so, so. cool. <sighs> Wild. So yeah. Yeah. That's nice. So I, that's yeah. I'm down to watch that. <laughs> we were like. I'm down. I'm down to see people. I like seeing people like. Like under, <clears throat> like pressure. Mm-hmm. Like whether it be funny or like serious. Yeah. And I'm like I'm all about it because that's when you're. That's, like, really you. Like, you can fake all kinds of shit, but, like, fear and laughter. Well, no, fear and something else you can't fake. And that's where it's, like, oh, or uh, awkwardness. That's what I meant. It's, like, that's, like, genuine. 
There's this one where a detective is under interrogation. Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. She's been, like, part... She's been, like, um, a detective for, like, 25 years or something like that. Uh And uh, she's in interrogation. And just seeing her expressions, you guys will see it, hopefully, eventually. Yeah. It's really good. And, like, you can just see her. I don't want to spoil it, but, like, you can see her, like... uh, Oh shit! Change. You can yeah. see it change. Oh, fuck. What? Yeah. Oh, that's creepy. That is oh. so creepy. Oh. Oh. Okay, what's that called again? JCS. JCS. Criminal psychology. Okay. It's really good. Dun dun. <laughs> I'm excited. All right. So fuck the channel you've been watching on YouTube. I don't even know what it is. Whatever Juan likes, that's what we like. Okay. <laughs> Well, damn. Right. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> moving on from that, uh, meme of the week is coaches underscore MMA underscore page for that demented door the explorer <laughs> putting a gun in your face saying that John Way Lee does look good in that training footage and could challenge Rose. I think all it says is like John Way Lee looks good. That's all it said. Okay. So, yeah. Congratulations to the meme of the week. Moving along, Juan, no name of the week? No name of the week. Um, on this past card, we had a fighter named Rick Glenn versus uh, Jacqueline um, Silva. Um, he ended the fight in 36 seconds into the first round, and um, uh, he pretty much landed like an overhand right, and it like, landed behind the the year and then knocked the guy down and he started like punching him trying to take him out um but the his opponent silva was able to stand back up and then he knocked him down in such a way to where like it was just like face first like it was it was really bad and the ref called it right there dang so it was 36 37 seconds in the first round it was the only card his only fight in the prelim card that didn't go to a decision. Nice. So, nice knockout, nice knockout. Did you see that one or no? No. Mm-mm. I'm actually, a, this is the first prelim. I don't think I really checked out like that. Yeah. In a minute. Mm-hmm. It'd be like that, though. Yeah. You saw the main card. For, well, I saw the main card for the most part, so. hmm Well. All right, that's it for the no name. What's the guy? <laughs> What's the guy called? <laughs> I'm not gonna edit this, bro. Like I got called. No name of the week. Yeah. Um, oh shit. Afternoon with the MMA minutes. <laughs> the MMA what? <laughs> <laughs> can we learn how to remix our audio? Oh, shit. <laughs> so we can like have a little like no if name any, what? No if name what? There's any apprentice editors that want to edit our shit. You will not get paid or college credit, but you got experience. You got some experience. They will tag you on We're... Instagram. Yeah, you're gonna be like a... <laughs> no name of me show at gmail.com. Editors wanted. So that's the first thing in the no name. Yeah. Or no minute. Or um... Oh my god! <laughs> Holy shit! We've had a lot of segments, though. To be fair. Okay. 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 Moving on. Um, last weekend's fights where Matt Brown lived up to his immortal moniker and finished like fatally Diego Lima, brother to Douglas Lima. Lima, <laughs> fuck me. I tried to fuck God. No, you gotta put Lima. You gotta put, you gotta put an I. But no, that's how it's really spelled, right? Yeah, oh my that. god. I, I'm hey, sorry, you guys. The notes are the notes. You lima beans. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just going to put that. I'm just going to put. <laughs> like lima bean. <laughs> that's fair. I'm so sorry. Okay. But anywho, that's what happened. Matt Brown ties things up again for most finishes in the UFC with 12. He is 40 and called out three potential future matchups, all rematches, all bouts that he lost the first time, Robbie Lawler, Damian Maya, and Cowboy Cerrone. Who would you guys like to see him go up against next? The only, well, 
Robbie kind of makes sense too, and Cowboy <coughs> kind of makes sense. Damian Maya is out. I, there's no point in them two fighting. Yeah. So either Robbie or Cowboy. I'm leaning more towards Robbie though. Gotcha. So. I would say. Shit. It's gotta be Robbie. I don't want Cowboy to be at 170 anymore. I want him to be back down at 155. I think he is a little bit right. Like, he doesn't deserve, he, not deserve, sorry, wrong word, verbiage. He doesn't need to be at 170. Mm-hmm. He performs better at 155. And I think he is right. The higher the weight, the stronger these people are. And 15 pounds is a lot of fucking weight. So, yeah, no. I want, I want Cowboy to go to 155, and I want uh, Matt Brown to fight Robbie Lawler to rematch and get that win back. Hmm. Yeah, Robbie Lawler's the only one that really makes sense. Cowboy is still uh, too big of a name, even though yeah. he's losing real bad. Real bad. Yeah. Real bad. Rip. Yeah. Rip bad. <laughs> Matt Brown for 170 title. That's yeah. a real money fight, motherfucker. Didn't we say the same thing about Tony though? We're like, uh, he just needs to go. Nobody face. has to remember that. Nobody has. Nobody has. We've to know. seen what happens, cowboy. Tony's done, dude. Tony's dude, broken. Dude, he <laughs> might be broken. Uh, he called it, dude. He was like, mm. yeah, boy. See, this is why I'm not sober, guys. Too much damage. <laughs> the hurt. The hurt is. Let's move along. All Please. right. Speaking of rematches. See what I did there. <laughs> we had Marlon Cheeto Vera going revenge over Davy Grant in what was a one-sided affair after the second round. Cheeto has called out future UFC Hall of Famer Dominic Cruz yeah. <laughs> for his next match. <laughs> Do you want to see him fight someone else or does this make sense? <laughs> um, it doesn't really matter to me who Cheeto fights. If um, I think no matter what, he has to fight multiple people before he's really in the contender talk, I believe. But um, so Dominic Cruz being, I think he's lost two now, right? He lost. Uh, no, he won uh, the one against uh, Casey. Oh, yeah, that's right. Something that's Casey. Right. Yeah, no, he won that. So he's coming up a win. I think Dominic Cruz saying that I'm looking up. I think that he could. I see what he's saying, but I don't know. I think he could risk this one to fight because he if he has Cheeto under his belt that's like gives him a higher rank for real next time I mean Cheeto I think the thing that benefits Dominic Cruz is this young up-and-comer that looks sharp as shit yeah that's true um I mean Cheeto obviously benefits more because it's a higher ranked opponent and also Dominic Cruz is Dominic Cruz Mm um I don't know. Uh, I think that makes sense. We'll I think it submits. It submits him as, "Oh, I am not. I am not like washed out. Like yeah, I can still no. fight." So if you uh-huh. were to be able to fight Cheeto, he would be able to submit that and make sure there's no doubts. Or Dana White's not doubting. Oh, yeah. why am I going to give him a higher level guy? He's pretty much done. Yeah. You're so right. if he were to be able to beat Cheeto, he can erase that doubt. And I think that's what yeah. that he benefits from. Yeah. I feel like I support this fight, even though you hear me like hate on Dominic Cruz for no real reason. I think you just think he's a douche. He and... seems like a douche to me, and I think part of it's because he's got that clout, like expectation, and kind of um, it feels a little entitled and I have not really watched him like that as mm-hmm. a newer fan. So for me, like, he's not worth really looking into to see why he's that cocky. But I feel Damn. like I okay. support the fight, though, because I want to get to see yeah. 
him in a truer light. But also, I would love to see his ass get kicked by Cheeto Vera. I love Cheeto Vera. I don't think you like his condescending tone. It is. It's kind of condescending. And I don't really know him like that. So I'm like... Uh-huh. Yeah, Dominic Cruz yeah. is not is a very off-putting person to he begin totally with. He totally is. So, yeah. like, if you don't know about him like that, it's almost like I uh, mean, not to mention the tat. Can oh, we talk yeah. about the tat? Oh yeah, the tattoo. Oh, there was this. Funny you video look that, even uh, more hateable like that. There was this little video that came out where it was the very beginning of the broadcast. It was John Anik, Dominic Cruz, and Michael Bisping. Yeah. And Dominic Cruz is the first one he's been he's called a fight card since the pandemic or whatever. And um, he was like, doesn't it feel good being amongst people? Like, I can get near you guys. Yeah. It's like, except for, like, for the one thing, like, Michael Bisping and his breath, it's kicking like Bruce Lee. <laughs> and Michael Bisping's like, bro, we have six hours. This is exactly why, like, people don't like you. <laughs> Fuck you, man. <laughs> Damn. And then John Anik is like, some people like animosity, but I'm not a fan of that. <laughs> oh, fuck. They shut him down. Well, I mean, I don't know. They were all poking yeah. fun at each other, but... But a little... A little... Michael Bisping and Dominic Cruz always, like, zing each other. Like, yeah. hard. Yeah. So it's kind of like... It's kind of like that, haha, you got me. Like, bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that kind of relationship. Next time. But frenemies or whatever. I don't know. That's a good way to say it. Yeah. Frenemies. All right, so Dominic Cruz and Cheeto Vera, here, here. Let's take it. I'm Dominic Cruz against it. Michael Bisping. <laughs> That's fair. He has one eye. <laughs> and no knees. And like two, like two removed discs. And an accent. All right. <laughs> oh, shit. Damn. 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 Shots fired. Oh, fuck. Damn. <laughs> Michael Bisping is not getting any slack from anybody. We, I Nina love Michael Bisping. Nina has more in common Bisping. with Dominic Cruz than she actually thinks. No, I have more in common with fucking Bisping. He, that's the kind of shit he would say. Some little like, oh, I'm going to finish this combo. That's, that's what I went for. I was channeling Bisping. I'm here for it, the accent. I love it. I didn't mean anything bad by it. All right. Gia... Chickadees? <laughs> Giga Chikaze. But whatever you said is what his name is now. Giga Chickadees. That shit was funny. I wasn't, I wasn't even trying. I wasn't even trying in the notes. I was like, she's going to have to fucking pull out. I'm like, push it to it. All right. Giga Chickadees. <laughs> Sorry, GC has called out Yair Rodriguez saying that he accepted to replace the injured Max Holloway for the scheduled July 17th bout. Apparently, he got the call from the UFC brass and after accepting has heard nothing but crickets from Yara's side. Um, Should there be some repercussions if Yair does not accept the bout? Fun fact also, Yair has not fought in 20 months. Can he no, no. like decline this fight even? No, not if he wants to stay ranked. The UFC at some point has to grow a fucking spine. Yeah. I think, I think um, it depends on Matt's injury. I think if mm-hmm. they can reschedule it within the next three months, then fine, that's fine. But... If it's more than three months that they have to reschedule it, then um, yeah, you should just fight someone else. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's I enough mean, it's notice. I mean, it's side, though, that's not accepting. Yeah. So they it's get like... They already announced it. The UFC has not said anything. Uh, Dana has not said anything. And for them to, like... So it's just held let, Yeah. It's held in the... It's three weeks. It's... Short notice, but it's not that short notice. Um, He's acting like this is a title bout. That's like, fine, but if you have fought 
a year, within a year, maybe. Like, yeah, that's but you fine, have it all this but time. You, you're not fighting at all, yeah. and people are getting dropped left and right. So. How, many, how many months has he been out? 20. 20 months. That's more than a year and a half. Almost two years. I... I think I, I stand by I stand by what I say. I think if it if he could fight, because I know that's the fight. If I was in Yadi's position, regardless of how long I've been out, mm-hmm. I would want that Max Holloway fight. Max but Holloway, but it's not going to be Max, huh? It wouldn't be Max. What do you mean? He's Yadi's going to fight C that, No, no, yeah, that's what that's what I'm saying. Right. If. So Yair hasn't responded to mm-hmm. you know, has hasn't responded to him. Mm-hmm. So oh, I see what you're saying. I if see what you're Yair saying. Yair could just wait for Max, Max Holloway right. if okay. it's within the next three months. Yeah, but I wonder if that came up though. If that's what he wants to do, mm-hmm. if Max was like, "Yeah, give me three months," and regardless, and he wouldn't have opened it up. If not, you know. I agree with that. And regardless, Yair is isn't like a boring fighter to watch. He is a very, uh, very entertaining fighter to watch. So I think that that gives him even more leeway yeah. as far as like how long he sits out. Maybe not with the fans, but with Dana White for sure. Mm-hmm. Because that knockout against Korean Zombie. That was a long ass time ago. It was a long ass time ago, but that's exactly what I'm talking was about. Was that the one in October over your birthday? Why did we get him into this? Was that that fight? Yes. Okay. Um, I was just going to say, because Korean Zombie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be coming back. That was a very long time ago, but yeah. that's what I'm talking about as far as being an exciting fighter. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think three, three months, if they can reschedule it, depending on Max, Max mm-hmm. uh, his injury. Whatever that is, yeah. yeah. Well, either way, Max. Oh, wait, that was not. Soon. My birthday. That was, that was the second to last win he got, and that was November tenth, twenty eighteen. His last win was October eighteenth, twenty nineteen, against Jeremy Stevens. That's and even that one, about. and then even that one, like that was a good fight to watch. Mm-hmm. So, good call though. I did not remember when that shit happened. So, I just know we watched Korean Zombie. Take an L over your birthday. <clears throat> I, remember, I didn't I know. Oh, yeah. Green Zombie took the L against Ortega. Yeah. yeah. That's what it... Was that Ryan Ortega? Yeah. I don't remember, honestly. Oh, it was whenever he was wearing the over, overcompensated cup. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. All right. We then have some interviews that were kind of a bad look. First, we watched Robert Whitaker talking to the Daily Telegraph, saying that his performance was not impressive when speaking out about Izzy going against Marvin Vittori, also adding that Israel is not a god, to which Izzy replied, if I am not as good as I think I am, what does that make you? So, that happened. I think they're both in the same place. I Robert, I like Robert, and I really like watching him fight, and I'm I'm a fan of his. But his child, his style hasn't changed, and fucking ever. I I wasn't there to watch his like very first fights in the UFC. Yeah. But his combo, um, jab straight and then high kick, that's been his combo. And his style and what he goes to set up for every time. For the last, since yes, since Paulo, I'm um, sorry, since uh, cause Paulo Costa. No, not Paulo Costa. Jerry Kennedy. No, the old man that. Got Yo Romero. 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 Oh my God, this guy. Yeah. Yo Romero hasn't found that year and some change, and he's forgetting about him. But Juan thinks Joel Romero is as pretty then as Paulo Costa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> no. I'm Can't get those hair plugs out of his head. Oh my god. <laughs> did we ever talk about this? We did not uh, we talk, about talk about that. About it's not worth it. <laughs> I think we did talk about this. Anyway. We talked about this. Um, 
So what do you think about Robert Whitaker? Uh, I think he's out of his depth in terms of how the interview sounded. So the interview was like a full-on article with an interview. <clears throat> and the mood of the article is like Robert Whitaker is being dismissive of Israel Adesanya. I read the interview just to make sure that it wasn't biased one way or another. Because I think Rob is a very chill kind of dude. So him kind of taking shots at Izzy yeah. is ill-advised at least. He, he's always respectful. Always <clears throat> yeah. respectful. So I read it and it's actually like him just kind of disparaging his fight against Marvin Vittori. Uh-huh. He's just like, it wasn't it wasn't <laughs> impressive. It like It shows that he can be defeated. And... <clears throat> I, I talked about this on the MMA Roundup. I think uh, if he's trying to play up the rematch, good on him. If I like his mindset that he thinks he's going to win, like that's what I want. But that's one thing. And another thing is this man knocked you out pretty much two times in one fight. Destroyed you the whole first round and then ended up finishing you in the second round. And the only thing that stopped it was that Bell fucking saved it from being a first round finish. So if we're going to be real, real, Izzy lost to John Blachowicz, who is highly underrated. Mm. John Blachowicz is not no, underrated? No, 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 no. I'm saying did he lose? Well, he. I think he lost. <clears throat> That's where Fair I'm and saying, square. Mm. But John Blachowicz, whatever you want to say, is still a highly... Oh, totally... Like, a very powerful fighter. On another day, could beat Izzy, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, just um, what day is it? And he, like, Marvin Vittori, it was one-sided all the time. Even the one time that he got the rear naked choke, he switched the position and was on top. That's like, he he never seemed like he was in danger. No, I was super impressed with Izzy's fight. Yeah. And I feel like it wasn't, like, every fight you expect a champion to do. It was a really smart fight. Izzy was really really smart in that fight I feel like and I was impressed by his performance uh, this might just be me shitting on Vittori mm-hmm. but I think I think the way Robert Whitaker is coming at it is one um, Israel even though Robert hasn't either Israel hasn't shown anything new he still just does the the head movement, which if someone really saved him a lot, well, yeah. But if someone was able to figure it out as far as arm length or leg length and like the timing of it all, yeah, what he does a lot is just lean back, and that could get you in a lot of trouble. So, I think if someone finally picks it up and figures out how to go about it, I think leaning back and his uh, ability to dodge strikes goes down with the right person. That being said, the whole point that I'm trying to make is that Robert Whitaker is saying this not because of any kind of like... um, He's saying it because people are saying that he's a god and that his, his style is... Pretty much unbeatable, maybe, mm-hmm. but someone like Vittori, and he couldn't yeah. finish him. He couldn't finish uh, him. That's where he could have finished him. I think it's the he like didn't. it's okay. I think beating somebody one sidedly and not getting the finish is something to say about something else versus it being straight up dominant. I mean, there was no question about it. Like, Vittori, as much as you want to say, like, you couldn't finish him, he had finished people. He was coming off of a win streak. He hadn't lost since he lost to Israel. Like, I mean, at the very least, Martin Vittori was not completely out of the realm of, like, possibility. Um, but, yeah, he didn't but finish him. But if you could finish okay. Costa, Costa, I feel like, is on a higher level than Vittori. I'm sorry, go ahead. That's okay. No, you're fine. I feel like when it comes to GOAT status, too, I feel like Izzy is going to be the perfect in-between 
of Jones and Habib. You know what I'm saying? Like, Habib is, like, all time, forever go. I feel like yeah. completely different kind of goat status with Habib. Mm-hmm. John Jones, goat. But I feel like Izzy's going to reach that in-between level of, like, how great he is. I feel like he's right now just playing it smart in the sense, too, of, like, I'm champion over many of you guys, mm-hmm. and I'm going to stay as solid as I am mm-hmm. and can and ride it out until I really have a tough, tough fight mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. So not every fight needs to be, like, a finish if yeah. it's not even a decision by point, you know, like, I'll take that, too, because it's less damage to me while I'm trying to sit still. Like, I respect him for playing the game well, yeah. but I think he's going to maintain at least one championship at a, like, John Jones Khabib level. Yeah. Not as far as, like, obviously Khabib, but, mm-hmm. like, at that John Jones, like, rides it out until it's just, like, not yeah. nice anymore. And that's where I don't have a problem with it because he's being active. That's the one thing where the difference between him and John Jones is that John Jones would get those easy kind of decision wins and not get finishes a lot. But he also wouldn't be active. And that's why, like, that's really, like, if I think time kills all wounds. Yeah. And it's very American of us to think that we don't like winners. But if John Jones even through all the accusations, was just more active, mm-hmm. I think I would have been like, you know what? John Jones needs to get some... Some real money. Some some slack. You need to cut him some yeah. slack. He's been fighting for a minute. And he's a fucking winner. And especially if he's knocking out people. I mean, always but, and forever, fuck you, John Jones. But, but you're right. If he in was this reality, better, we would not fuck him He is the much. one that's not really fighting, asking for more money, coming off of split decision losses mm-hmm. that were controversial at the very best mm-hmm. one where very questionable um <laughs> yeah. bro fuck john jones dude <laughs> fuck john jones but is he not a goat no on any not. level you don't you can't not say that though <sighs> The winds are there the you winds are there cannot you can't not deny say that. what has happened you not that he's like, even what you really aspire to yeah. be, but like he has been and has made his permanent mark in UFC fighting. Even even if you want to take away some of the other achievements, he's still the youngest UFC fighter to win championships. He's probably, he's probably, and uh, at that point, I bet you everybody was on steroids. Back I'll tell then. you what, when too, he was twenty-one, if shit. he moved organizations. I think he could be a GOAT in UFC, but maybe not in Bellator or Pride or the FLC or whatever that is. Yeah. PFL. PFL. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, I'm not even saying he's, like, GOAT like that, mm-hmm. but in the UFC, he totally is yeah. one uh, of the... I guess. I guess. But I... fuck you, John Jones, too. Like, yeah, that's. Fuck you, John Jones. I don't think he's, like, MMA GOAT. I think he's the UFC GOAT. Yeah. I guess the way I see it is that, yes, the the ability and the power that he's learned, he's learned over and by using steroids. Yeah. Um, now, granted, those are still, like, things that he learned and was able to use, but he's been able to be more efficient at it even without, even not being on steroids now, just, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm not talking, I'm not talking about John Jones. <laughs> Fuck him. You're right. Waste Fuck the him. time. Not yeah. worth it. You're right. All right. Okay. We then have another interview to go off on because we went off on that one. We went down yes. the rabbit trail on that one. <laughs> Here's another interview with Jean Blockowitz. Where he says, and I quote, I believe that I will beat Glover and I will defend my belt again. After that, maybe they're going to give me Jiri. I think he needs to do one more fight against Rakic, Rachich or whatever. Rachich. Thank <clears throat> you. Then we're going to know who's going to be the next contender for the belt. What are your thoughts on Jean? 
I agree with that. I completely disagree. What? Oh. What? Oh. Jerry. Oh, we gonna talk about Jerry it. Jerry Prochaska has not lost since 2015. The man he lost to, he TKO'd. That day that he took that L. Was that in the UFC? No, this was in okay, one. Okay, it doesn't matter. Ooh. Oh, wait, Ooh. this was in one. This was Ryzen. And you're tripping. Because Ooh. the person that he beat that same night, he fought twice in that tournament where he took that loss. He lost to Vadim Nemkov, who is currently the light heavyweight champion over at Bellator. Ooh. And he is off of his last, I think, 12 fight winning streak. I'm, I'm drawing a blank here. He Or wait, whatever it is. He has KO'd eight of them. He has a 82% finishing rate. Like, if I'm John Blahowicz, I am saying, yeah, no, he needs to fight again because hopefully Rockage fucking knocks him out before he gets to me. Dude, Jerry Prochaska is severely underrated and extremely fucking lethal. I'm not saying that he's not. He's a light heavyweight fucking Justin Gaethje. He is fucking crazy, and we haven't even seen a part of it. Because we haven't even really seen his ground game like that. That's the craziest fucking part. So Jerry needs to fight someone else before he fights for the title. And this is why. Was he a champion in a previous organization? Yes. In the organization that he came from? I think so, yes. And what was the organization? Ryzen. Hmm? Ryzen, I think. Ryzen. How popular is that? Uh, I mean, it's over in Japan. It's pretty popular. I'd say it's like maybe... Number five out of all organizations. Okay, so that being said, uh, very it seems low level MMA. It's not Bellator, so like it's, Michael Chandler. It's very high level MMA. I just told you Bellator. The guy he lost to well, is King Mo, who is of, a more than half of your co-hosts have not even ever heard of that organization. That's fair. That's so fine. That that's is perfectly what okay. And that's why I gotta teach you guys. That oh, this guy us. is the shit, bro. He is undefeated since 2015. Okay, but all, John, John Blahowicz was about to get cut from the UFC back then. But now all of those, career. like we are, he is at the. This is not his, like, twelfth professional fight. This is not his twenty-second professional fight. He's coming up on the thirties. Like the level of distinction that he has, I think he's. 32 fights, 28 wins. Out of those 28 wins, 25 KOs, if I'm not mistaken. So okay, he is a but, veteran just like John Blahowicz. But if you're looking at it from Dana's white perspective, Dana's, Dana's white perspective, he got those knockouts over, over people who were probably nobodies. Like, absolutely no, babe. Only you and listen. the Jedi's know about mm-hmm. his history. Shit. All right, no, so Dana no. White and the rest of us peasants don't know what the fuck. I am so not saying too much. I'm not saying against people. bad fighters. I'm not saying against bad fighters. I'm saying fighters who are internationally known as a nobody. Like they don't That's know fair. them. Fine. So. It's not like Michael Chandler coming from Bellator yes. and being able to get that one or two fight and then go straight for the title, you know? Fair. He's not, that's not Jerry's, that's not his uh, status right now. Right. He might have been champion, but he wasn't beating people who we know the names of. So Fair. therefore, Dana White cannot take that into perspective as far as, oh yeah, he's on this big fight win streak. Who is he? Do people know of him? Um, how much money am I really going to make off this guy? Um, and then that third one is the biggest risk to him. Because uh, uh, Chris Cyborg, he could have made a shit ton of money with her a lot sooner if he had just... That's what I don't like, fucking get. You know? Yeah, no. I mean, that's a very valid point. I just think that... If you if you ever wanted to kind of scrub John Jones out of the picture of like history in terms of all the title defenses and everything else, even though Demetrius Johnson has the most consecutive title defenses in UFC history, just for your information. <laughs> um, I remember. What's it called? 
he like at light heavyweight, Jerry Prochaska, I think, can beat John Jones in terms of like getting wins in a row. Hmm. He if he gets this title shot, say he does, right? That'll be about the same amount of fights that John Jones had before he got a title shot. I think it was three or four in terms of professional MMA career. Um, that'll mean like two fights in, he'll started his championship reign. And if he signs like two more contracts, that's at least like 12 fights. So if he wins all that, say for example, if he wins all that, he's still going to be like coming up on his maybe 36th birthday if he keeps on pace to fight like two or three times a year. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. I'm telling you, Jerry Prochaska is a problem. And I mean, I'm not saying that he's not. I'm not saying that he's not. I'm just saying because of the position that he came into and he's still not really well known. I don't. He fought Dominic Reyes and he knocked that fool out. So he's gotten a lot more popularity because of that. But yeah. right before that, I don't think a lot of people knew who Jerry was. Y'all, this I'm is just, such I, good I'm conversation. Just... Like, I feel like I've got a perfect POV of Juan, and I feel like I'm getting a perfect POV of Andy. Mm-hmm. This is a I mean, perfect conversation. Love that. I think that <laughs> you're right. <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Okay. Y'all ready yes. for the next one? Oh, shit, where are we at? Okay, now let's talk about this week's events. First, we have for the co-main event of the evening, Tanner Bosser coming in as a short notice replacement after losing to Aliri Latifi, and he finds himself with another light heavyweight that keeps trying to move up in over... OSB. <laughs> OSB. I don't know what that is. Oh, Vince St. Yeah, it, it, it was it was worded weird because it said move <laughs> move up in OSP. Like you're gonna move up in OSP. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Needed, I was like over. Uh, it needed a comma in there. <laughs> Sorry. It'd be like that. <laughs> so who do you guys have for winning this one? I um, think OSP gets it done. I also think he gets it done, but I. Tanner yeah. Bozer came off of a hard-fought loss. It wasn't a war. Alir Latifi really out-wrestled him. But a loss is a loss. And Ovince Prue is a tried-and-true veteran. He's a god. Even though I haven't liked how he looks at heavyweight recently, um, I think he's going to like kind of figure it out. Homeboy submission style is yeah. nasty. His knockout power is crazy. The whole the only issue I have is heavyweight. I wonder how he's gonna look like this time. He's tried it two other times, I think, and every time he kind of gases himself, gases himself out. He he's usually one of those very methodical kind of fighters, kind of like Yoel Romero, feels you out, takes his time, very so sudden, so <laughs> very sudden movements that can knock you out real quick, but not very. Like jumpy or whatever, but will stand in the middle of the ring and do nothing. No, OSB does more than that. <laughs> don't make fun of my dad, bro. Anyway, so yeah, um, I don't know. I think OSB is gonna outclass him. I think Tanner Broser is a bit out of his depth here, but I still love you, bro. Come on the show or don't. Fuck you, too. <laughs> I'm just like, OSP is a person? Like, <laughs> the way I OSP, read that. OSP, Vincent Crew. He's got that, no he's got that thick ass. That is a thick, chunky ass. Oh. He, he, thick. He's thick. He is thick. With capital C's. He's thick. <laughs> and it's not like a, it's not like a heavy thick. It's like, like a, a chunky. No, thick. It's, it's like, yeah. a, like a lean thick. Like, what oh. we tell our grandchildren what J-Lo's ass was like. Oh, shut it. It would be like. Let me see this guy. All right. Juan, you got it? Please. Hook a girl up. Yeah. Okay. And then on to the main event this weekend. We have possibly the third in line to the baddest man on the planet. 
not to be confused with the what was the bee in the bell or the bee oh, baddest motherfucker baddest motherfucker oh. bell um we've got Cyril Gain versus Alexander Volkov Cyril Gain is undefeated while Volkov is coming off of that second round TKO over Alistair Overeem Volkov looks good he looks like he he is filling out his frame with muscle yeah. And I think he's just become like, nah, fuck it. I'll just be like this true, true heavyweight mm-hmm. at 265 and really take advantage of his height and his muscle mass. Yeah. Um, he's looking like a fucking real big problem. Let me see this so, J-Lo's yeah. ass looking. Who do you think um, wins? Volkov? Volkov or Gone? Uh... Cyril Gunn is undefeated. I think oh, he's um, Volkov's the tall, skinny one, right? I mean, he's he's not seeing no Is more. he blonde? Yeah. He's kickboxing? Yeah. He has that giant back tap? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I guess it depends on how Cyril, that's his name, right? Yeah. How he shows up. In the last fight, he didn't throw hands. He didn't, he he didn't, didn't do shit. He didn't let loose. So, if he lets loose... That boy can put anybody to sleep. I mean, yeah, but that's heavyweight, though. The margin for error in heavyweight is, you know, breathing on somebody wrong. But Volkov, I don't think... I think Volkov could land a clear punch on Cyril and not put him to sleep. Damn. Oh, shit. That's a challenge (laughs) to Volkov. Unless unless you can't... Yeah, you can't put me to sleep. Oh, stop that. <laughs> no, why are you oh, saying that? It's okay. Why are you saying it's that? Missing Daddy. It's not okay. I'm sorry, Daddy. No. Yeah, no. Oh Bro. Uh, okay, I'll edit this out. I'll try. <laughs> All of you used an expression uh, on yeah. today's show are not necessarily the thoughts. This of is not Missing Daddy. No, uh, I didn't say shit. <laughs> Woke up. Sorry, bro. That disclaimer could be said with anything any of us say, though, to yes. be honest. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We got I, some very I, I got... big talkers on the No Name MMA show. We feel real confident making a podcast. Yo, the internet Come is... at me. I do not think <laughs> I could handle it's anything. It's cyber courage. It's like liquid <laughs> courage, but like, this is a plus up this from the This is the, the Matrix internet. world. Anybody could get got. Yeah, <laughs> and you definitely getting got on the no name movie show. <laughs> so you talking all that shit? Fearless. Yeah. Fuck you, John Jones. <laughs> all right. Fuck so it. in fuck that me, Volkov. in yeah, that realm, Sean Strickland versus Orlando Sanchez. What are your thoughts? Okay, so this was the video that was going around all week about um, two guys at the Ruka Gym. Perillo was. Uh, he was uh, recording, and Orlando Sanchez is this ex ADCC champion. So that's like the Abu Dhabi uh, Jiu Jitsu Championships at heavyweight. And from what you see in the video, he does like a quick arm crank, going for like an arm bar, like a standing arm bar. And he does it to Sean Strickland. Sean Strickland's like, yo, that's bullshit. You were trying to hurt me. I'm about to go into my fight. And the, uh, Orlando Sanchez is like, nah, bro, like, I wasn't doing anything too crazy, like, nah. But what happens is, once he pulls that move, Sean Strickland goes and does a spinning back fist, and then also does a teeth kick to Orlando Sanchez's gut. From what the MMA community was talking about, um, they were all saying, yo, that was a dirty move, because you can hyperextend the arm and fuck up the arm, right? Uh, you guys thought, you know, it is what it is. It's, it's a sparring session. Like, you should know what you're kind of getting into. And then, I showed you guys the Sean Strickland, like, uh, reaction video to the reaction or whatever. And then, I showed you the interview that was done with Orlando Sanchez in Flow Grappling. From there, we kind of have the full picture of, like, Sean Strickland is known as this kind of gym bully kind of dude. He was talking shit to Orlando Sanchez. Orlando Sanchez kind of wanted to show him what's up. Did a bit of a dick move, but he wasn't intending to really hurt him like that. 
And it's kind of just like, oh yeah, no, Sean Strickland's actually kind of a dick. We're opening up cans, guys, so. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. One, two, three. <laughs> so yeah. So babe, what did you think about the whole thing? I started off watching the initial video thinking like, okay, I see where both guys coming from at the same time. Um, so I feel like I need more context. I need more information on it. The next one we watched was the fighter. Um, Sean Strickland's Sean video. Strickland's video. Kind of explaining and defending himself super boldly about like why that was fucked up. And then I was like, okay, well I get it more on his side why he reacted the way he did in the initial video. Then we see Orlando's side and I was like, oh fuck, I really believe him. So I'm sure it went both ways and they, I mean, it's not really a big deal. It was just like a fucked up thing that ended up fine and ended up on the internet. And so, I don't know, but at the same time, I think it made one person look a lot worse than the other and it ended up being someone who's like preparing for a fight and kind of sounded like he had it coming to him. So yeah, like I don't really think the video initially was a big deal now. I'm like, it was kind of just a misunderstanding, but one guy actually kind of seemed like a dick and the other one seemed like really kind of chill about it. So yeah, I had said that, um, whenever I got done watching the first video where We've seen the initial action uh, and um, the guy complaining. Right after that video, I said that he was being like a pretty big bitch about it. And um, and granted, Juan's like the only one who actually wrestled. Yeah. Or something like kind of grappling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's fair too. And I think that's kind of like why I knew and I said that the guy who's he's wrestling he knows how much pressure he's putting on like he knows whether it's really going to injure the someone Uh or if it's not yeah you just know yeah Yeah, even if even if you're sparring like you know you're not going 100 percent. yeah you're probably going 70 or 80 yeah max um and then the second video i understood that why he was like upset and I understand what he was saying um I don't think I had too much thoughts on that and then after watching the third video with Orlando and he was just cool calm collected throwing some shade at the guy but you know he wasn't angry and I think that's the that was the biggest difference between the second interview with with John or the second video with John where he was explaining himself and then the interview with Orlando, who was showing his side, it was just... It was like a second round of reactions. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, the yeah. whole controversy was how they each reacted, mm-hmm. right, in that initial video. And then each of their, like, put-out videos, it was like, this is really how the, you know, went down. John's saw, was angry, and then Orlando's was it like, It was a cool. whole other set like, of reaction. And then we're like, oh, wait, okay, now two out of two. This is what I'm going to call it. Yeah, I was like, they failed the vibe check. He definitely, that's the perfect way to describe it. All right, so that happened. Um, speaking with Ariel Hawani, Luke Rockhold says that he reached out to fight with Shemaev, Chemaev, Chemaev, Chemaev. Mm-hmm. Um, but that he said he was trying to stay at 170, or at least his management said that. Bad luck for Boris, or good for him coming back slowly? Uh, I mean, yeah, good for him coming back slowly. I'm kind of over now. If you can't fight in a, a 185 Luke Rockhold, I'm kind of just losing the faith a little bit. That that train lost a little bit of steam there. And yeah, until I see him fight again, uh, I don't care. Shemaya? Yeah. I think the thing that I, I, I least fuck with in fighters is inactivity. Mm-hmm. Um, and Hamza 
I know he's recovering from COVID, so it's, that sounds very different, dickish coming from me. But also, if you're not fighting, why am I talking about you? It's just like the same. At least Connor now is fighting because and you respect him and what he's done. How are you gonna ride this Bro. guy's dick so hard? Nah, and because, just because yeah. he's not Tony Ferguson, you're gonna yeah. hop off. Yeah, you're gonna hop off real Tony. quick. Yeah, he's not Tony. Man. Tony over fucking Hamza any day of the week. Be a fan. No or matter don't be what. A fan. No matter what. Be a fan or don't be a fan. You gotta pick. Fine. I won't be a fan yeah, of Hamza gotta, if I gotta be like that. I mean, shit. He's not gonna fight at 185. He's gonna focus on 170. That was his whole. That was his whole shtick. Was oh, I'm gonna fight a two weight classes, brother. I'm gonna smash everybody, brother. Oh. Brother. I think the other thing though is what you touched on too is I'm gonna do it like back to back to back weeks practically, yeah. and so he was there and very present, and then he kind of like chilled. But also, yeah, he did have COVID, and we're not seeing people. <coughs> Yeah, you know, like, like that. recover yeah. like that. So maybe he really truly has a point. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't. I have like, I don't know. I don't know what to believe. You but on that one, I understand it. Like I said before, it's not like it's just that the like it has to be a, a hype train has to be like now. It can't be what he did before. You know what I mean? That's the hype. Um, I think I think it could be. Any I'm just talking time. about just the hype train. I I think I think the hype train. It could be on pause right now, but he could come back and continue to do exactly what he did. I I don't yeah. think I don't think, and I think he's new enough and not high up enough to where we could really hate on him for being out. It's not like a Kevin Lee's thing or a um, Leon yeah, Edwards. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's not fair. like uh, one of those things. Like he's new enough to where, like, all right, if he wants to sit out, he's not really holding up the division in any way possible. All of this is just strictly for himself. That's fair. Fine. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Another good decision to listen in on. I don't know how to like. I I know enough to know I don't know what to yeah. have too much of an opinion on. So, yeah. to hear the both of yours, like, sides on it, and I feel like, yeah, we're kind of all, all right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, and... I just think, I just think it's, it's a matter of how important is it if this guy sits out or not. Yeah. yeah. How is much it... does it really prioritize in your life, individually? Or, like, where, how it affects the UFC. It's not holding him up. It's yeah. not holding up anybody. Not one yeah. person. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I guess you're right, but he's ranked, and the rankings are just gonna kind of just oh, still there. Rank is he like 15, 14? I think he's like fourteen. Like he went up in rank. That's fine. The thing is, whenever he first got in, it was whenever he first announced his retirement. He went up to fifteen, mm-hmm. and then now he's up one. I think. I don't know. It, I just don't like favoritism, and there's so much. But I also get it because they're the ones that are doing something in one way or another to provoke themselves so i'm always for the fighter so we had that conversation about pay and nina made a good point where some of these fighters this is just like their job while other fighters like conor mcgregor who was able to promote themselves yeah really made it their true career like yeah they like they literally lived off of this mm-hmm. so that being said um crap i don't know where I actually forgot the point that I was making. But com- you were making a very good point, though. I know. Whatever I was like, it was, I was the rhythm was there. Uh, so the fact, uh, <coughs> Chimaev, So with Chimaev sitting out, and yes, um, yes, he's ranked fourteen and he's been out. But Dana White, that's kind of okay with playing fader. It's not playing favorism. It's... I know where I was going with this. It's um, Dana White is picking out the hard workers. So just like in a regular job, how you get promote the person who's like bringing in and doing the most. He was... Yeah, he was saying the right things. They're kind of working on commission. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
he was knocking out the right people. Yeah. So it was. It's not really favoritism, and I, that's where I was. Going. Yeah, it's yeah. earned. It's earned. It is. You're right. But also, you got to keep on earning. And that's where With COVID. I mean, oh, shit. well, if you can fight. All right, I give you. I give you. What what month we in? We're in uh, June. Yes. All right. I if think all the fights. If he doesn't have a fight lined up <laughs> by August, I think all the August fights also, are like huh. starting to line up. Okay, whether we w- let's say it is just all COVID recovery and everything. Mm-hmm. If that's the case, then you need to not agree to even be in the card bowl anymore to get pulled or like challenged. No, get healed you know? up one hundred percent. Yeah, either you're in or you're out on COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like until you are done, you cannot even be named or even consider anything. You yeah. are out or you're in. Kind of mm-hmm. the whole retirement championship holds. You know, like mm-hmm. are you in or are you out? Connor, are you ever in or are you ever out? Like you can't do that. I think we're gonna to be considered. I think we're gonna hear Connor's fifth retirement speech. Or so fifth retirement I can see where you can start to not become a fan because you're like, are you in or are you out, dude? Like mm-hmm. I don't even know. So I can see where that can be like, you're in it because when he's in it, you're like fucking Connor, and then when he's out, you're like. Honor. But like, um, you know, you're you're moving on with your life, yeah. and then you come back in. Don't yank anybody around. You and yeah. you're out. COVID related wise. Give us your thoughts. Hit us up <laughs> on Instagram and tell us uh, what you think um, about him. And if um, yeah, if do you I, feel like me? Do you think you know you need a fight? Like the hype chain lost it, or. Are you like Juan? Like shit. He's promoted himself. He's all good. He's just recovering from COVID. Versus what Leon Edwards done? Who was like, <laughs> he, he, he got COVID too. No, he got COVID too. No, but listen, he's he hasn't promoted himself at all. If anything, he's taken away any promotion towards him. Because how do you win a fight? And you win twenty four minutes of a fight. And the person who won one minute is getting talked about more than you. Facts. That make me a little salty too. Yeah. So. I don't even hate on Leon anymore as much as I was. I was like, fuck you, Leon. I fucking don't want to hear you. (laughs) And then after seeing it, I was like, fuck, you're actually really fucking good, dude. Like, I 100% agree. Leon Edwards, we were just shitting on him so hard because he... um, He demanded a lot. He demanded a lot and he wasn't fighting. Exactly. He wasn't... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't performing. He was over... But he was... He was ranked number three. Yeah. He was holding people up by not fighting. Yep. And he was good. He should have been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. He should have been involved. He should have been moving things along. He kind of pushed out a bit. Not... Not for real. I mean... <laughs> but the way he was talking, yeah. Like, that being no. said, though, match. he is a really good fighter. He's such a good fighter. He's yeah, a really good fighter. Um, couldn't knock out Nate and almost got knocked out by him. Uh, he was Nate Diaz brothers. <laughs> the Diaz brothers don't fucking lose fights. They run out of time, guys. Okay, <laughs> and that's it. Oh, that's fair too. For <laughs> this week's episode of the No Name MMA Show, if I can say so. I do think it's our best episode yet. I can tell the people how they can hit us up. Instagram at no.name.mma.show. Um, our Twitter at no name MMA one. Our email at no dot I'm sorry, down. No name MMA show at gmail.com. And then you can hit us up on Twitch at no name MMA show. I'll be on there hopefully this Thursday if I get everything worked out. Um I need access to that email. Yeah, yeah, we'll figure it out. Wait, not your email, but the no name of the email. Wait, we need to do it while you're email. here before yeah. you leave tonight. Okay, yeah, we can do that. Yeah, we'll y'all, that. do we need a TikTok? Can I make us a TikTok and be in charge of the TikTok? You can. Sure. Yes. You can be Twitter and you can be IG. All right. <laughs> all all right. right. This so. is gonna have all of our personalities <laughs> coming at you. So yeah, no uh, name of my uh, show on. TikTok. Coming soon. We'll figure it out. Yeah, no, yeah. if one person tells us to do it, I'm doing it. <laughs> oh, so shit. tell us to do it because I've got some ideas going right now. Last thing. Yeah, she's uh, flowing. 
please leave us a rating. It helps us out. It lets uh, it gets our um, podcast out to more people so that they can see it. It gets yeah. our mental health up because yeah. we're like, wow, somebody actually gives, gives a, a fuck. fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Help us out mental. So always give us <laughs> facts, facts. Also, the money. <laughs> <laughs> we have made... A whopping thirteen dollars and fifty-two cents. So, do you remember when we're like seventy-five cents? Uh, yeah, yeah, so we're fucking getting there. <laughs> we're about to reach a cap of our first uh, advertisement, which you've heard for uh, a long ass time. Yeah, we'll, we'll think of something else. Do yourself a favor, leave us a review so we can get a new ad. Yes. Yeah. 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 How about this? The next person win, to win, leave win. us a, a fucking rating or a review, put down who <laughs> you want me or who you want to read the ad as, and we'll read it as whoever you want. So it'll be like Nina yeah. as a fish, me as fucking Robert De Niro. I want to know how she's going to talk like a fish. Show me. I don't know. Me, I don't know, Nina. How, how do you talk like a fish? Uh, Just talk like a fish, fish right now. Fish talk. I'll show you on TikTok if you want to TikTok. Oh, shit. And that's how you that do a promo. Fire. That was fire. Talk at you guys next. Well, actually, no. This is the last uh, event before Conor McGregor, so we're going to have the next week off. But I'll still be doing the MMA Roundup. Uh, so talk at you guys some way or another. Hit us up on Twitter, on TikTok. I'll put that shit out on Instagram, and we'll put it on, on fucking Twitter and shit. I'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, as always. <laughs> I'll, I'll uh, figure it out. Hey. Later. Anyway, <laughs> fuck you, John Jones. Yep. True. <laughs>